Hello and welcome. This is a video on how to find quality, um, affordable digital marketing talents through services like onlinejobs.ph, Upwork, and Fiverr. My name is Maggie Benson and I am the CEO and founder of Agency Alliance. I also have my own agency under the name brand of Merit-Based Marketing. Um, and so between the two services, I see quite a bit of um, hiring, and the challenges that agencies have to try to find qualified people, especially on a lot of these um, sites that contain remote workers. So I wanted to create a video based on my experiences and trying to find my own staff, but also finding staff when I was working for a seven-figure agency. We had a team of 30, all remote, um, and the challenges based off of that experience in trying to find um, quality staff, because not, unfortunately not all staff are, are good quality. Um, there's a wide range and anybody who has tried to hire from any of these sites are aware of that. So when it comes to trying to find, you know, quality staff from these sites, there are a couple things that I always look for. The first always starts, of course, knowing what I want. So in my example that I'm going to use today, I'm going to use Google Ads. And I'm trying to find somebody to help me do some Google Ads and manage some Google Ad accounts. So if I were to go, usually I actually use Upwork and I do pay for the monthly premium because um, I need the reports for my current staff. But then if I do need to find somebody, I also get the access to the um, rising stars and the top rated, which they removed from the free accounts, which is an added benefit to see, see those features. So if I were to go on a place like Upwork or any of these looking for somebody um, to do some Google AdWords, I of course would go in, set my search criteria based on um, looking for Google ads and then search criteria. Usually I do it for my price range that I'm looking for that's within my budget, but also I'll make sure that they have at least one other Upwork job under their belt so that they've been, they've earned at least a dollar, they've billed at least an hour. Um, I don't touch anybody under 90% um, review rate. I just don't even go there anymore. It's just not worth it. Um, so if they don't have a 90% or higher review rate, I ask them in one, my process, but I go in there and I'll type in like search ads for like Google ads. Um, sometimes I'll do geographical areas. I won't do countries per se, unless it's specific, but I might do like Eastern Europe or Western Africa or that, something like that and look for people. The first thing I always look for when it pulls up the search result is the headline. If they don't have Google ads in their headline, I won't actually even open up their profile because um, there are too many individuals out there who are journalists and I am the generalist. I need to hire the specialist, so you need to be the specialist. And if their main headline doesn't specifically say Google Ads or PPC, then they are not the specialist. If they have, like how the algorithm works on Upwork, it will show people who may have done one job that might match your search descriptions. Well, that's not the people I want. 
And anybody who is a Google PPC, Google ad PPC expert will say that in their headline. So that's the first thing I look for. The second thing I look for once I kind of have that, I'll short, I'll kind of shortlist them and open them up in a new tab. And then I always look for a couple different things. I always look for the reviews and I look for written reviews, not, not just five stars, because there can be some golden nuggets inside the written reviews that other um, employers have left that are really valuable and can kind of, if there's a red flag, you'll see them in there. So sometimes an employer will leave a review that's a five star, but then in the written comments kind of leave a little comment that could be a red flag. So I always read that. Um, again, I want to make sure that they're not an expert at everything, that they are a specialist. And that's the principle because I know myself as a generalist, I can't be an expert at everything. So there's no way that hire a specialist who is like a generalist. It just doesn't work. We just don't have the brain capacity, especially things with like Google and Facebook ads. It changes every day. Um, I never hire the cheapest. The cheapest doesn't pay off in the long run. I always have a budget of what I'll look for, but it will never be the cheapest. The people who are the cheapest um, either haven't earned their way up the Upwork algorithm and how it works is as they, as an Upwork freelancer is there and gets enough reviews, they can, it will automatically start upping their hourly rate. So if they're still sitting at $3 an hour and they've been a member for quite a while, chances are they're not the best. So don't hire the cheapest. Cheapest isn't always better. You have the budget, of course, but, you know, try to budget for a reasonable amount. Um, the other things I always look for is the average response time. If their average response time is less than 24 hours, that's good. If it's greater than 24 hours, it's a red flag. Because if someone is coming onto my team and I'm putting them into teamwork and into Slack, Although I don't have the legal rights to tell them when to work, they do need to respond to their tasks on the tw within 24 hours. Um, and so if they're not responding to their Upwork notifications within 24 hours, that's a red flag to me. Either they have something else going on, um, in which case I'm not interested, or they're not very tar uh, responsive. Again, I'm not interested. Other thing I always look at too is their total availability. So it'll say on the left hand side what their total availability is. They set that. So whether it's more than 30 hours or less than 30 hours or something like that. But I also look at what it'll show you um, the current, um, having a mind blank, it'll show you what jobs they're currently working on. And if they're working on a, quite a few, that's a red flag for me because I need I usually need someone at least 20 hours a week. So um, by the time I go looking for them, so I need someone who has some availability and who is responsive. And I always look at those two things. And then the last thing that I always look at is I don't hire agencies. I've had, I have never had a positive experience of hiring an Upwork agency um, for a couple different reasons. One, you can never set manual or you always have to leave the manual time off so they can edit their time and upload their time. And that just, there's too many untruthful people out there. I want screenshots. That's one of the reasons I use it use Upwork as I get those screenshots. So an agency is always going to ask to be able to log manual time and I'm not interested in that. In addition, they never want to come into my teamwork and be part of the team. And I need team players because I'm growing and I'm doing, you know, experiencing that growth. 
And so I want people who are team players and can respond and be in Slack and be in teamwork. So I don't really hire the agencies. I think for the agencies are appropriate for certain, certain circumstances, especially if you're just a business owner looking for some help. But I am the agency and I don't want to hire other agencies. So those are my tips on how I find people. I'll do other videos down the road on how do I then actually um, screen them out pre-interview them, interview them, pre-test them, bring them in, all that kind of stuff. This is just like, how do I find them? Because the next steps, of course, okay, let's say I shortlist it down to, you know, 10 people. I'm then going to create a job and I'm going to invite them to that job. And of course, when you create a job on Upwork, other people always apply to and you always want to look at those. But um, I'm going to invite those people and then what do I do once they start to respond? So that'll be a follow-up video that I'll do in a couple weeks. That, for the most part, is how I do my searches when trying to find qualified staff on, on these third-party websites and trying to find them. Of course, there are a lot of third-party uh, websites out there. Um, I'll have to make a list of those at some point, but there I can ramble off quite a few. Um, they all have their pros and cons. Again, I usually go to Upwork just because I'm familiar with it and it has the biggest database. So that's really important to me at this point. So hopefully you found that interesting. If you um, have any questions, comments, concerns, you can either drop them in the comments or you can send me a private message um, through my Facebook page. I welcome that at any time. Like I said, I will be back in, I'm going to be doing these videos every week, but next week I'm going to be talking about some of the challenges that the employee or the freelancer experiences. My next employer video will be in about two weeks time. So be sure to like and follow their Facebook page and we will be talking to you soon.